This episode is for listeners that are 21 years of age or older. So what I think makes the Chillinoy podcast special is that we have, in, we have industry professionals come on the show, tell us about who they are, what they do, etc. To that end, I'm joined with, I'm joined by Kat. Kat, welcome to the show. So uh, tell us who you are, introduce yourself and tell us about what you do. Yeah, thanks, Cole. Um, well, hey, everybody. I'm Kat Andrews, and I'm the Director of Cultivation, Standards, and Practices at Cresco Labs. Uh, so you can kind of think of me as like our Corporate Director of Cultivation. You know, at every cultivation site that we have, we have on-site Directors of Cultivation who are responsible for overseeing the successful cultivation at each facility on like a day-to-day -day basis. A large part of my role includes supporting each cultivation site's needs across the network, be it through developing and implementing best practice cultivation strategies, leading research and development initiatives, or acting as, you know, like a cross-departmental liaison on behalf of cultivation. Wow. So, well, with that said, thank you for setting aside your time today. It sounds like you're a very busy person. So thank you for coming onto our show. Of course. Um, how, if you don't mind me just getting right to it, how'd you get into the industry? And um, if I can ask a follow-up question immediately, how did your team members get into the industry? Yeah, so I mean, I've been passionate about cannabis since college, but coming from Florida and moving to Illinois, I never really thought I had a shot at getting into the industry. You know, I enrolled in college in Illinois in 2012 and cannabis was still illegal in the state and my institution didn't really have any programs directly related to cannabis in a cultivation capacity. Gotcha. Can I uh, really quick, where'd you grow up in Florida? Uh, Sarasota. It's on the Gulf Coast. Okay, cool. Um, do you, it's Illinois is really showing it's frigid weather, you know, right now, actually today's not too bad, but it lately it's been pretty cold. Do you miss the tropical weather? Yes, I do. I make it a point to go home and, uh, visit my parents and thaw out every winter if I, you know, if I can find the time. <laughs> sure. Cool. Um, sorry. I, I know I was, you were in the middle of answering a question, but have you always been interested in plants and botany just like since you were little? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I was always spending time in the garden growing up, learning about plants. I used to take these, uh, you know, like little courses and classes at Selby Botanical Gardens when I was little. It's in Sarasota. Um, so, yeah, it's always been a passion of mine. Cool. Well, anyways, I, I have a habit of interrupting people, uh, and my apologies. You were saying that you uh, enrolled in college in 2012, and at that time, of course, cannabis was still legal in the state, and with that in mind your institution didn't have any programs directly related to cultivation like ca cannabis cultivation in any capacity um so that's what you were you were saying that and i interrupted you no you're all good um but yeah pretty much i mean i ended up pursuing a track in medicine and put my love of plants on hold you know just because of the illegality at the time i i figured if i couldn't get into cultivation i could work towards you know getting my md and join the industry as a physician maybe helping patients acquire medical cards in legal states um that all kind of changed though in 2014 when cannabis was passed for medical use in illinois I really took the chance and shifted my focus towards biology and environmental studies, graduated early in 2015 and started my MS at Northwestern University in their plant science and conservation program. 
Um, I really geared my thesis research towards, you know, like floral morphology, phenology, plant development, maternal line genetics, and plant insect interactions, and spent years conducting my research at the Chicago Botanic Garden greenhouses. Uh, through that experience, you know, I learned the ins and out of cultivation and plant biology through my thesis research and the mentorship of the scientists at the garden. That's that's nuts. Uh, that was um, a lot. I uh, I <laughs> the plant development, maternal line genetics. I it couldn't hold. I couldn't hold on. But that sounds like all a, a lot of uh, important things to to know when you when you're growing, you know, plants. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot, but I loved it. You know, I got the chance to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so, you know, kind of like throughout my graduate program, I'd actually been watching Cresco Labs grow as a company. Um, and so in May 2019, you know, I just kind of took my shot and I applied for an opening they had in cultivation. Um, I was given the opportunity to work for Cresco Labs as their director of cultivation standards and practices and really haven't looked back since. Um, you know, to go back to your first question, well, your second question with the first question, uh, you know, as for my team, many of them pursued some form of commercial agriculture or a horticultural path, you know, be it through education, profession, or both that really gave them the experience they needed to thrive in the cannabis industry. Uh, either way, you know, everyone's story really just kind of starts with a passion for cannabis and cultivation as a whole. Well, I can tell that you're used to having a lot thrown at you because th I'm impressed that you, I threw like six questions at you and you remember that one that, that I didn't get the answer out of so, yet. Yeah, so thank you for answering that question as well. Um, I always ask this question uh, because it's hot on everybody's mind. Uh, you've got the dream job. I just have to say, Kat, um, how does someone get, how does someone go about getting into the growing side of the industry? Well, I mean, there really isn't a cookie cutter, one size fits all approach to getting into the growing side of the industry. I mean, my first step recommendations would be to take the time to learn as much as you can regarding the cultivation of cannabis and, of course, the biology of the cannabis plant itself. I recognize that's like a really broad statement and many listeners are probably wondering, you know, well, where do I begin? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there are a number of paths that you can take, but at the end of the day, I'd say it's all about acquiring direct or relatable experience. Uh, you know, not many colleges or universities offer courses specifically tailored to cannabis cultivation, but taking courses in crop science, agriculture, horticulture, or some similarly related field will provide you with the initial foundation needed for cannabis cultivation. It'll also give you the opportunity to really like network with players in the space who may provide internship opportunities or job offers to build out your experience. Uh, regardless of your education, getting hands-on experience is so valuable. Even if it's not cannabis experience directly, spending time in a commercial agriculture or horticultural space will help you get your foot in the door as many of the practices and, you know, big ag can really be adapted to cannabis cultivation. Yeah. I mean, we think about, uh, IPM, which I won't, maybe we'll get into that later, but, uh, all of those things, you know, that are employed, those techniques and, the things you have to worry about with cannabis. I mean, they're plants just like any other plants, right? So. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like, you know, what I just said, those are really just two options. And like I said earlier, everyone has a different story. The industry is still emerging and growing, and so are the available jobs in the cannabis space. Regardless of the path that you choose, I can't say it enough. You should spend time learning about the cannabis plant, be it traditional reading materials or searching the internet, social media. You know, there's a lot of valuable information out there that can help expand your cannabis cultivation knowledge base and keep you up to date with innovative technologies and cultivation strategies. A great place for aspiring growers to start their journey would be to learn from 
how operators like Cresco cultivate. First of all, thank you for answering that that first question about how people can get into the industry. I hope that it helps some of our listeners find their path. Um, but yeah, you were talking about a great place to start would be to learn how um, people like Cresco operate. So what should our listeners know about operators like Cresco and how they cultivate? Well, you know, I can really only speak on behalf of Cresco and not other operators. Um, But that said, at Cresco, our cultivation teams are dedicated to upholding what we consider to be our three pillars of successful cultivation, which are really centered around uniformity, detail, and quality. Um, At Cresco, our cultivation teams work with consistent quality genetics to ensure that we cultivate a diversity of reliable products for our medical patients and adult use consumers alike. Uh, Because different cultivars have unique needs, we practice detailed data collection and continuous observation and monitoring of our plants throughout their life cycle, you know, to really ensure that each plant is given the specialized care it needs to thrive. By homing in on the needs of each cultivar, we can achieve uniformity through consistent cultivation practices from clone to flower, creating a dependable product that you can count on. Our cultivation teams at Cresco are committed to utilizing best practice strategies and the way in which we cultivate is really an ever evolving process. We're always exploring opportunities to better our practices and the way in which we operate. Above all else, we take pride in the quality of our products and it all starts with the flower that we produce. Okay, thank you for that uh, for that answer. Um, with that said, and like I said, I kind of wanted, you made me think of this question earlier. Um, Do you have any recommendations for learning materials like uh, books or guides uh, that you can recommend um, to aspiring growers that want to learn more? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so much out here. Um, You know, our cultivation teams pull from a wide array of available resources from Internet forums, websites, social media platforms, books to peer reviewed literature. I mean, just kind of diving in, you know, there's. ICMAG or International Canographic. It's an old school cannabis forum where growers from all over the world share information on all things cannabis. We're talking cultivation strategies, equipment, new technologies, products, strains and genetics, you name it. It's a great resource to explore whether you're new to the cannabis space or need advice on specific topics. And this collaborative community has played a large role in shaping the cannabis industry as a whole. Other social media platforms like Instagram and Reddit also serve as a collaborative space where cultivators share pictures and open conversations to discuss everything from new cultivation strategies to troubleshooting problems as they arise. Um, And, you know, some other options, there's websites out there such as like Leafly and Cannabis Business Times that also host a ton of information and reading materials to review uh, with articles including information on cultivation practices, the latest in cannabis news, innovations in the field, and guest spotlights. Uh, Cresco's very own Drew Duval, our senior vice president of cultivation at Cresco Labs, actually recently collaborated with Cannabis Business Times on an article titled Five Tips for Cultivar Selection at Scale back in November. It's a great read, and I highly recommend it. Um, check that out. Yeah, it's it's really great. Um And then, yeah, I mean, kind of moving away from, you know, internet forums and websites, uh, books and guides, uh, I'd say Marijuana Growing or The Cannabis Encyclopedia by Jorge Cervantes really provides an in-depth look into the cannabis plant, as well as detailed insights to its cultivation and the different approaches that cultivators have taken over time. Um, And then I guess finally, you know, Outside of traditional cannabis learning materials, I often find myself turning to traditional peer-reviewed literature and publications to keep up to date with the larger scientific community. 
while publications specifically geared towards cannabis cultivation are, you know, pretty limited due to federal restrictions in the U.S., so yeah. much of research being conducted in the field of plant science as a whole can provide useful insights into the development of new cultivation strategies and methodologies that can be adapted to the cannabis space. Uh, I mean, many publications require journal subscriptions. Uh, there still is like a large body of open access research out there and available for the public to review. Yeah, we talk about those federal restrictions all the time. Let's hope that goes away. Yeah. So, um, gotcha. Thank you for that uh, that answer. Very useful information, folks uh, that are listening. You know, and looking to expand their knowledge. There you go. Um, so. I guess my next question is, how does Cresco incorporate learning materials into their cultivation practices? Yeah, so I mean, at Cresco, we really emphasize the importance of employee training at our cultivation facilities. All the cultivation knowledge and best practice strategies that we develop are documented in depth and transformed into a wide array of training materials from informative guides to production quality instructional video series. These materials are offered in addition to hands-on training that we provide to every member of the cultivation team. Um, you know, people intake and retain information in distinct ways, and our cultivation training materials are designed to engage our team through training resources that cater to a number of different learning styles and approaches. We want our teams to feel confident in their roles and responsibilities, and investing the time and effort into our teams is just as essential as investing, you know, in the plants that we ultimately produce. Okay. Um, I've only got a couple more questions cause I know that, you know, you're busy and such. I don't want to take too much of your time. Um, I get my next question. I feel like naturally, if you didn't, t if you couldn't tell I was going here, um, I'm wondering how can growers gain experience toward growing top of the line cannabis products? Yeah. You know, I feel like this question really brings me back to the first question regarding how someone can get into the growing side of the industry. Um, I mean, it really all just starts out with building on the experience that you bring to the table, keeping an open mind to continue learning from available resources, as well as the experience and insight of your peers. Um, for example, you know, I'm a plant scientist at heart. When I came into the cannabis space, I was more than eager to take my research experience and just run with it. But the first thing that I had to do was learn our process to adapt the skill set that I had to meet the needs of our cultivation team. You know, growing top of the line cannabis products is a collaborative effort. And each member of our cultivation team at Cresco has a unique role in the process. You know, every employee Cresco onboards brings a unique perspective and toolbox of skills with them. And there's so much you can learn from the people you surround yourself with. I mean, ultimately, I was able to take my past experience and build upon it at Cresco and then apply it to our cultivation operations, you know, through the creation of experimental designs and comprehensive trials designed to evaluate innovative cultivation strategies, processes and new technologies. You know, with each trial, be it a success or a failure, I gain a better understanding of what works and what doesn't, as well as what should be pursued next. And it's all with the goal of developing Cresco's top of the line products and improving the procedures we utilize in making them. Gotcha. Well, thank you again for your time. A lot of these questions came uh, from the community and, you know, obviously I have uh, people know if they listen to the podcast, I have a passion for, for these answers as well. Um, I guess the last question I had from the community and it's uh, pretty blunt. Um, when will cl classic West coast strains be grown in Illinois? people are wondering. Yeah. So, I mean, they're already here and are becoming increasingly available in the Illinois market. You know, in the last few months, Cresco Labs has launched classic West Coast lineages like 
lemon bean, which, you know, it's a third generation cross from Eddie Lutz classic OG and lemon tree. Uh, we got wedding cake, a back cross of JBZ's original triangle mints and Mac, which is, you know, calculators cut that was made by crossing alien cookies and star, a starfighter cross Colombian male. And these are wow. just name a few. Yeah, they're pretty great. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Cresco, we're continuing to launch West Coast Genetics along with our own in-house proprietary genetics bread using these old school favorites. Um, we actually recently launched our new genetic development program in Illinois and are deep in the weeds, pun intended, <laughs> creating some brand new fire genetics, um, you know, made with everyone's favorite classics. Our team is super excited to get some new genetics rolled out that increase product diversity in the Illinois market and meet, you know, the unique needs of our consumer base. Gotcha. Well, um, Kat, thank you for your time. Um, yeah, I guess my last question before I let you go. Um, are you a singer? Do you sing to the plants? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm no, just, not, not personally, but I know. just, there's, I don't know. Have you ever read that on the internet? People say they, uh, sing to their plants or whatever. It was just a joke. I just trying to be funny. Yeah, um, no, I mean, it's, um, it's actually really interesting. You know, I've seen papers out there that say that, you know, plants grow better when sung to or just, you know, when they're introduced to, I guess, uh, sound waves in general. Like I've seen some studies that compare looking at like Mozart to heavy metal. Um, and honestly, it's like across the board. Like some people are like, oh, yeah, classics all day. And then other people are like, no, the plants love the heavy metal music. They need the metal to get them going. <laughs> yeah, That's but awesome. really, I think they just like the sound wave stimulation. But I don't know. <laughs> sure. sure. No, that, that's definitely interesting. Cool. Well, sorry for the cheesy joke on the way out at, on your way out the door. Um, thank you for setting aside time and your busy schedule to come on to the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, of course. It's my pleasure. You know, I'm really grateful for you having me here. Yeah. And uh, maybe in the future uh, we can do like a field trip or some, something. I don't know. We'll, we'll stay in touch. So yeah, for sure. Um, all right, cool. Well, folks, that was uh, Kat from Cresco. What was your title again before I let you go? Because I don't want to butcher it. Yeah, um, it was Director of Cultivation Standards and Practices. Boom. That's an official title. All right. Well, thank you again for setting aside the time in your day. And uh, folks, have a good one. Thank you, Cole. <laughs>